Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Black Financial Channel. Uh, you know what? Uh, Facebook uh, has had some serious problems and uh, you know about what's going on with Facebook. But what you also don't know is that Elon Musk and Tesla, Elon, Elon Musk uh, has just uh, in his company, Tesla, has been hit with this really massive $137 million fine for racism. And uh, given that I've been black most of my life now, I thought I would kind of break down what's going on with that and uh, also talk about how this connects to you. So uh, get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day. Uh, you don't have to be black to be here. This is not a restrictive space, but we are B1. B1 means that we put ourselves at the top of the priority list. B1 means black first. Uh, that means that we will solve our community's problems before we go saving the world. Uh, B1 also means we understand we must be one to be successful. And also our children are going to lead the world in economics, wealth building, education, etc. So if you agree with the B1 philosophy, put your B1 in the, in the chat. Um, I see Courtney in here. Uh, Ty Thomas. Hello. Hashtag B1. Use that hashtag uh, all over social media. So give me a yes or no. How many of y'all heard or read about this uh, interesting lawsuit with Tesla? Tesla got hit with a massive fine uh, for racism. Apparently, there's a guy, uh, his last name's Diaz, so I, I don't, it sounds like he might be Latino. Uh, apparently, he, he's going to get $137 million uh, for allegedly enduring a hostile work environment, uh, a racist work environment. So Tesla, uh, the title of the CNBC article here is that Tesla must pay $137 million to ex-worker over hostile work environment and racism. A San Francisco federal court decided Monday that Tesla must pay a former worker, Owen Diaz, about $137 million after he endured a hostile work environment and racist abuse working there as an elevator operator. So uh, before he was an elevator operator and now he's, he's um, you know, he ain't operating. The only elevator he's operating is the one that's in his mansion. So he's probably operating that elevator, but he ain't no elevator operator no more. Good for him. Uh, according to his attorneys, the case was only able to move forward because Diaz had not signed one of Tesla's mandatory arbitration agreements, which the company uses to force employees to resolve disputes with, without a public trial. <clears throat> a shareholder activist, Nia Impact Capital, has asked Tesla's board to study the effects of mandatory arbitration agreements on the company, voicing concerns that they enable harassment and other problems. So um, uh, apparently there's a, there's a, there's a guy, uh, last name Diaz. Uh, it looks like the jury awarded the attorneys uh, more than what the attorneys asked. So the, the, whatever the attorneys asked for, the jury gave them more than that. Uh, they gave them $130 million for punitive damages and $6.9 million for emotional distress. Now, this is really interesting to me because I'm going to ask you all a basic question. Give me a yes or no. How many of you have ever endured a hostile or racist work environment uh, on the corporate plantation. How many of you have uh, ever been at work and felt that there was racism on the job, uh, stress on the job, that uh, that you were being mistreated, uh, and that it had to do with you being black? Uh, how many of you? Give me a yes or no in the chat. Everybody shout. Everybody who's a survivor of, uh, we're we going to have a, a, a Us Too movement, right? The Us Too movement, not Me Too, Us Too, uh, or the Me Too Black movement is uh, all the black people who've been victims of racial harassment or mistreatment 
on the job. And uh, and I, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I, I was happy for this guy. I don't know if he's black or not, though. It sounds like he's Latino. Um, and, and, and I just really never understood. Why we can, why there are so many of us who've endured this kind of racism on the job, and you don't really hear a lot of, uh, of us getting, you know, awards like that. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of black folks who have legitimate cases, who documented everything, did everything that they uh, needed to do. I, I've, I've actually consulted with two friends in the last couple of years who were enduring tremendous amounts of racism on the job, and so, uh, you know, this is this is was really interesting. I was really surprised that the settlement was that big. Now, here's what's interesting also. So, and he might have been black. I'm not sure. Uh, they said other black workers. So I guess Diaz m- might be a black guy, which in that case, I'm even real super happy for him because he's a black man. Uh, but, but I don't know. I don't know. They said Diaz, a former contract worker who was hired at Elon Musk's electric vehicle company through a staffing agency in 2015, faced a hostile work environment in which he told the court, Colleagues used epithets to denigrate him and other black workers. They told him to go back to Africa and left racist graffiti in the restrooms and a racist drawing in his workplace. According to Diaz's attorneys, J. Bernard Alexander and Alexander Morrison, uh, blah, 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 blah. The case is only able to move forward because the worker had not signed one of Tesla's mandatory arbitration agreements. Tesla uses mandatory arbitration to compel employees to resolve disputes behind closed doors rather than in a public trial. Like other companies that use mandatory arbitration, Tesla rarely faces significant damages or takes deep corrective actions after arbitrators settle a dispute. However, Tesla was required to pay $137 million as, scratch that, I said $137 million, that number's in my head. The number in front of me actually isn't $137 million. To tell you how weird and crazy I am, I literally said $137 million. And the number in front of me is actually $1 million. So Diaz did get $137 million. That part, I'm not totally crazy. So that part's accurate. But what's in front of me literally is $1 million. Uh, they were they were required to pay Melvin Berry $1 million, uh, who uh, is another employee who endured a racist, hostile workplace. Now, here's what's uh, interesting. So there's also a class action lawsuit in Alameda County in California, Vaughn versus Tesla, Inc., that also alleges that Tesla is rife with racist discrimination and harassment. Now, mind you, uh, you know, twofold, right? We know this is a problem for a lot of black people in corporate America in general. That's one of the reasons why I talk to you guys consistently about getting off the corporate plantation. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, that's why I, I just, you know, I realized when I was about 21 years old um, that, you know, I don't need to go work for anybody uh, who is, doesn't look like me. I, I've, I've worked with black folks who um, treated me decently well and unless if i unless you had to work in a place like bet or something which is like a damn slave plantation because because that's like you know they're overseers i think on behalf of viacom right so there's nothing meaner than a negro overseer half the damn time but uh but i remember when i was 21 and i got my dream job as an intern at ge uh aircraft engines general electrics aircraft engines division up in lynn massachusetts <clears throat> excuse me they paid me big money it was a very prestigious opportunity um, and I remember uh, it just I absolutely hated it. I remember just feeling uncomfortable. My boss <coughs> was this um, white woman named Mary and uh, and Mary was just an absolute asshole. And uh, and I hated that job, you know, and I remember doing that and thinking, you know, is this the dream? Like, is this the American dream that I was trained to pursue as a black man? Is this have I have I reached the mountaintop? You know, you know, they, they make it seem like getting a good job is like like the pinnacle of black success. And and I don't believe that anymore, right? Um, at that time, I decided at the age of 21 years old, maybe even 20, I think I was 20, 
where I said, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not working for these people. I can't, I can't do it. So um, anyway, uh, so, so this, it looks like this brother went through the same thing. A lot of you have gone through. I wish all of you had gotten $137 million in exchange for your trouble. Maybe there's a procedure. Maybe there's a way to, uh, to have a better case. If you are on the job and being mistreated, uh, you may be documenting the things you go through and not being afraid to call that lawyer, uh, might be a way for you to get your piece of the money. And, uh, also what's interesting here is that they, they actually talk about the use of the N word. Uh, on uh, on the on the uh, plant floor, and uh, so let me see here. Here's a workman's letter, or somebody named Workman. I, there's a letter. I don't know. It says, for example, Workman's letter said, in addition to Mr. Diaz, three other witnesses, all non-Tesla contract employees, testified at trial that they regularly heard racial slurs, including the N-word, on the Fremont factory floor. While they all agreed that the use of the N-word was not appropriate in the workplace. They also agreed that most of the time they thought the language was used in a friendly manner. And usually, pay attention now, this is where this is where y'all going to get mad at me because I'm, I'm going to talk about black accountability here, usually by African-American colleagues. So here's the problem you have, and this is where I, I think some of us going to have to grow up a little bit. I don't really think it makes a lot of sense if I get outraged and talk about how traumatized I am and how my feelings are hurt when a white man calls me the N-word, but I'm running around calling myself the N-word all day long and calling other people that look like me the N-word, especially in the corporate setting. You know, I'm, I'm just telling you, if I, if I was white, I would be incredibly confused. I'd be like, wait a minute, you glorify musical artists who call you the N-word all day long and we're supporting the music. So that means we like black people, but wait a minute, you're telling me that if I recite the same damn lyrics, I heard you reciting in the car on the way to work that now I'm racist. I thought I was being supportive. I thought I was being down, right? That's very confusing to people. And, 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 and I know that people, you know, it's not hip and cool to, to uh, talk about how we can improve our actions. It's not hip and cool to, to question, uh, you know, some of our weird habits. I, I know that people get mad at you for that, but I'm serious at the end of the day, you know, you run around a corporate setting, you know, where, where you've got mixed company around, even even when, when, when everybody's black, it's probably not not appropriate then. But at least at least if you're around black people, they get it right. It's not such a big deal. But you're around white folks and you're calling each other that word. And then the white guy's like, yeah, I want to get in, dude. And he uses the words like you're racist, sir. You you, sir, are our are, Klansmen. Are you're you're like the, the you're the Trump supporting Confederate flag waving Nazi. No, it, it's it's just dumb. Like it doesn't make it. It's like it's weird. It's backward. Um, it it's it 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 I, I it doesn't make sense, right? And I and I say this as a person who has used this word before, um, and uh, probably more times than I can count. And so even so, when I say that it's dumb, I'm not talking just about you. I'm talking about myself too. Maybe as a community, we gotta kind of get on code with different language that we use to address ourselves and each other, right? Um, and and, and the, just the fact that that word can be used uh, in an allegedly hostile manner where we say, oh my God, I felt like my life was in danger because the white man called me the N-word, but the same word can be used in a joking manner. Like, oh, he, he used the word, so that means he's my friend. I get that, right? There's a nuance to everything, but come on, man, it doesn't make any sense. And it also probably makes us look a little bit silly you know, when we're glorifying rappers that call us the N-word in every other sentence, 
but then we somehow expect the world to join us when we get triggered because we heard that a white person used the same word that we use on each other every single day. And I know that there's a difference. Like if you wait, if you put the A on it and the ER on it, it's different. Okay. So you telling me that if a white man puts the A on it instead of the ER, that it's going to be okay. That a Donald Trump puts the A on it instead of the ER, that you just good with that. Cause I'm telling you, you know, a lot of these folks think they being down when they use the word with the A they're like, Oh, I'll, I'll put the A on it. So it's a, stop it. You got to be consistent. If you want the world to see you as, as serious people, you got to take yourself seriously. And I know some people uh, will, will push back against that, but at some point accountability has to step into the room. All right, guys. So um, by the way, um, uh, in a few minutes, if you want to join us, uh, I'm going to meet with my stock market investing club. Uh, if you'd like to join the program, you can actually go to the blackstockmarketprogram.com. I'll put the URL on the screen and uh, I'm going to answer all the students' questions that, that, that they submitted in advance. And uh, we're going to talk all about uh, the stocks that I bought. We're going to talk about, uh, I'm literally going to respond to every single thing that they want to discuss in terms of what's going on, not just in the market now, but also long-term investing strategies and, and you know, where to put your retirement money and, you know, anything like that. So if you want to talk to me directly uh, in a small group setting, feel free to go to the blackstockmarketprogram.com. The URL is right there on the screen. The first month is free. There's a 30-day 100% money back guarantee if you're unhappy for any reason. So feel free to join us uh, in our club. So I'm out of here, guys. Please have a good day. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'll see you guys a little bit, a little bit later. Take care. Peace. 